<laughs> Are you doing the ride snake? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting all tripped out on the EDM here. Yeah, if you're on ecstasy right now, this podcast is for See, you. See that right there? That's where the beat should have dropped. It kind of did, no? No, it has like a heavy bass, like a boom. Like you need to feel it in your fucking head. Okay, apparently I don't know how to make EDM music. <laughs> Mark, Mark's a much better EDM producer than I am. <laughs> Hello there, it's the Who Cares Podcast. You just don't listen to as much Dead Mouse as I do. This is this is my attempt at EDM without ever listening to EDM. Well, you should And playing guitar along to it, because I don't think many people play guitar along to EDM. I feel like there's kind of a crossover that's happening now, at least in the places where I go online, where there seems to be a lot of guys with like metal background who are now transferring kind of shifting over to like electronic music like this like a kind of not dubstep but kind of dubstepy and um, I don't know I think it's interesting I think there are two sounds that do kind of mesh together well if you do it right yeah see I'm like an old I'm I'm an old man because dub excuse me I'm sorry (laughs) Janine wow that was an early one <laughs> um, dubstep and EDM are the same to me. I don't know what the hell the difference in trance and yeah, uh, I don't really know shit. what the difference is. That's why I just throw these phrases out there so people know what the hell I'm talking about. So you're tr- I'm sure it's well, people don't know what you're talking about. You're trying to sound hip, but you're well, no. I mean, it's well, technically okay. So EDM, well, I don't know what you're talking about. EDM yeah. means electronic dance music, so it's all electronic dance music, right? I don't know where we get into the the the. That's significant differences between like trance versus dubstep or whatever but i think it's sort of like you know if i were to tell you explain to me the subtle difference between differences between like death metal versus black metal versus like i don't know some other kind of metal okay like, i guess yeah you're right you know that's it, it, it's, uh, when you get to like subgenre minutia it becomes a pain in the fucking ass Yes, it's, it's like, and it's not it's every fucking music scene because just everybody wants to feel the thing about music, and I'm, we're just gonna launch right into a fucking. Oh, tangent we're here. launching. We're just going right into a fucking thing. The thing about music is the people who make music like it's such an ego trip, and everybody wants to feel like what they're doing is groundbreaking and special. So that's just people just start making up fucking subcategories. That is the thing, dude. I, I do feel like everything I make is groundbreaking and special. <laughs> that's and the problem with it, though. I mean, well, and that might be the... That's the problem and the um, the really... The joy of it, maybe, is because, like, and even if it isn't, you feel like it at the time, and, and that gives you the hoots, but to get it done, you know, to at least finish it or try to finish it. You know, every creative endeavor is the same way. Like for me, like in the last 24 hours, I have been balls deep in trying to wrap up the three last three pages of my current uh, comic book story that I've been working on for the last couple months. And, um, you know, it's the kind of like I feel really good about it. And I do feel like, oh, this is this is cool. Hopefully this will have an impact on people. But I know it won't. And I know when I go back and look at it a week from now, I'm going to be like, what the fuck was wrong with me at the time? Was I actually retarded? Because I don't remember being retarded. Why? What are you balls deep in? The, n- those three Ninja Bear pages I was telling you, know you about. You know how when I go in the ball pit of Cheesy You know how I go in the ball pit of Cheesy Charles? And you can't find me? That deep? That's right, Dad. <laughs> I'm talking about balls deep. Kevin Michael Richardson is a magical human being. (laughs) That's the gentleman who does the voice of that character. I'm talking about balls deep. But it's curious to me because you you (laughs) seem stressed about something that's self-imposed. Well, it's not necessarily self-imposed. It's a self-imposed thing that I then made not self-imposed because my publisher... I hate when I do that to myself. I do that to myself way too much. So as I said... 
Patreon. Do I need to explain what Patreon is, nope. or are we good with that? No. Okay. So my publisher has a you Patreon. You might have to explain ball deep, though. Yes. My publisher uh, has a Patreon, and last year we didn't do anything with the Patreon, so it kind of fell off. And if you're not constantly putting out uh, content, you're obviously not going to get paid. So we're trying to build it back up again, and her problem was it's like, I don't have enough stuff to push through the Patreon so we need to find more material. And I said, well, I got Ninja Bear. We've been publishing Ninja Bear and I need an excuse to buckle down and do more Ninja Bear. So let's give away Ninja Bear pages on the Patreon every month, which now means that though, yes, create Ninja Bear the pages. project is mine. The only thing I'm beholden to is I have to give my publisher three pages of new content for Ninja Bear at the end of every single month. And beyond that, I can do whatever I want. She doesn't even know what's going on in this story. And let me just say, like, this is supposed to be a, a, an all-ages comic book, but the last page ends with a shot of a grave. So... <coughs> I, I, so you try to <coughs> teach them a lesson? Essentially, the last page... <coughs> you try to keep, teach the kids a lesson about uh, life and death? Is... Uh, something like that. The last page has our main character, <laughs> this adorable little ninja bear. He digs a grave... And then walks away. So that's really dark. I know it's a very dark story. I'm talking about balls. <laughs> I'm talking about balls. So I, I have no like oversight in terms of what I'm doing. I just have to make sure I get it done. But this month in particular has been very busy, and I haven't had time to sit down and do it. And it's just been like I wanted to get caught up with it the last few days, but it's a perfect storm that always seems to fucking happen. Like anytime you have a ton of shit you need to do. Like, it just becomes the perfect storm of stuff coming up to get in your way, right? Think, Does that ever happen to you? Well, the perfect storm is a funny analogy because the perfect storm was, in fact, three hurricanes coming together and slaughtering 13 people on the open sea. Yeah, and that's totally comparable <laughs> to the fact that my weekend was really busy, <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't draw pictures. Yeah. You know, it's the same. I, I understand. It's a tough life we have. <laughs> I understand the, the sacrifice that those people made when sacrifice? they died. To feed people swordfish? They didn't make a sacrifice. <laughs> they died. They sacrificed. The, to the, they were sacrificial to the storm. And I, mean, I understand that because, like, I had a barbecue this weekend that made it so I couldn't draw on Saturday. I came by and I got burgers. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me. I wanted to ask. So we were supposed to record this on Sunday, but then you guys got you and uh, your girlfriend got oh caught up God. because you had late food delivery. Did you so, get your food and did it work out? Because you guys missed out. I was going to bring you macaroni and cheese, and it was going to be amazing. And you know, and you missed and, out yeah, on it. No, and so here's what happened. So on, uh, we you know, like he said, we were supposed to uh, do the podcast on Sunday, and then so Brittany and I, Brittany and I, we were at home at my well at my house, and um. She looks on her app delivery food service thing and says, oh, my God, look at that. Um, uh, yard House delivers to Hyde Park. Holy shit, look at that. Let's get Yard House. The, the Yard House delivers? That's interesting. Yeah. Though isn't the point of Yard House to get really drunk? Well, you would think so. <laughs> yeah, and you would think it was interesting up until you del you got it for delivery, and then it took an hour and a half. <laughs> and so it literally took an hour and a half. She got 10 bucks back from uh, Grubhub, mm -hmm. you know, the app. But... Here's the even Stevens factor in my life is that it was cold. It was freezing cold. The food was. <laughs> yeah. But it was still fucking delicious. Well, that's good. Somehow we got some kind of weird barbecue pizza and some tacos and shit. It was all good. But it took like literally an hour, hour and 45 minutes to come. And that was crazy. And when you have to wake up, literally, my alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning. I have to be in bed by 8.30 to be at all functional now. in the morning. 
It sucks. Because uh, you used to do it at four. Now it's like a whole hour earlier. Yeah, and four it's is gross. different from three for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, well, that's funny with these fucking third party delivery apps like Grubhub and all and food learn all those like there's too many restaurants who can sign up for them that they just like yard house has no business doing delivery. They really don't like they're too busy on like even a, even a slow night. They're too yeah. busy to it handle the customers that they have in there. Yeah, I mean. They can't. They. I've been to the yard house many times, and they can never handle the influx of people they have in the the actual restaurant. They there is no way they can handle the addition of like, oh, and we've got people outside the restaurant. That's insane. So speaking of uh, uh, over the weekend, it reminds me. So your mom in law was here. Mother in law, yeah. Why can't I say mom in law? Because it's stupid. You sound like you're mentally handicapped. No, mom in law actually sounds much better. No. Mother in law sounds like like aggressive and like. <laughs> Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> adversarial. <laughs> anyway, so your mom-in-law was here. I'm gonna say mom-in-law from now on. That's gonna be my thing. And um, they had a birthday cake for her, right? And so, so I was watching Inside Edition on Friday night at 7:30 okay. at home because I'm the kind of guy that's watches at home the Inside Edition at Friday at home night by yourself yeah, on a Friday fr- night. Yeah, yeah. So, and they did a little uh, ex- a little inter-office experiment and now it baff- the whole thing baffled me so first of all they, 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 it was like some producer on Inside Edition's birthday right so they had a birthday cake for her yeah. and they had her blow out the candles <laughs> and but before they did it they took a germ uh, uh, you know uh, I see a biopsy going of, the, of the cake a biopsy <laughs> Whatever they did, you know, a, a germ sample of the cake, yeah. and then they blew out the candles, took a germ sample of the cake after they showed a black light on it, and it looked like somebody puked on it. I'm so glad that, like, you know, people in this country spend money on hard-hitting research like this. A cake is germy after somebody blows on it. So they, And, and so the, the, the big tease before the commercial was like, is an American tradition... At birthdays, gonna be replaced because of germs. Like no. it was one of those. Like, no, big it's things. not. But I mean, it was true. But the thing is, so they did this whole experiment, found out that there was like the germ lab literally t- sent them back a note saying that th- they stopped at five thousand germs. <laughs> they had to there stop were too counting. many to count. But the people in the office and the people who were uh, ex- uh, conducting this experiment still let the people in the office eat the cake. This was after the results came back. After, uh, and nobody, did they, did they tell the people, like did all the people oh, eating yeah, the cake, yeah, were they, they aware? Sh- there, was a, there was a bigger uh, uh, reveal and whatnot, and like I cannot believe any of them weren't murderously mad. I would be fucking pissed if they let me eat that cake after seeing how many germs were on it. But it's sugar. Yeah, but still. People love sugar. And so that gets me to uh, what, so you, there was a lovely cake here for your mom-in-law. <laughs> and uh, and my lovely girlfriend had a piece, and she asked me if I wanted a piece, and, and I, you, I said you're no. Just, you but just I, can't have cakes anymore? But I, I, but I, uh, I held back, though. I didn't tell her about my inside edition <laughs> experience. So I th- this is a, the moral of the story is I'm growing. So the... the <laughs> 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 because you... You were disgusted by what was happening, but you didn't warn anybody else. Yes, and exactly. That's, that's gross because my warn. Whoa, sorry, I can't talk into the front of the mic. All I'm going to do from now on is keep birthday cakes around the house when I know you're coming over, because and I'm going to always have a bite taken, like a like a slice taken out of the cake, so you will never know 
if somebody has blown out candles on that cake or not. Well, I can look for wax residue. Oh, can you? Yes, and I will. Because <laughs> I like cake. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have fun with this information, actually. But it's funny, though, because as a kid, I got sick after every birthday party I went to after I ate cake. It's because you... It's like, it's, okay, so this is the thing about our society that bothers me. You know, if you can't survive eating birthday cake because it's got germs on it, then you're not supposed to still be here. That might be a That's good called... Uh, survival of the fittest, and you, my friend, are not the fittest. I'm not the fittest it's at the all. Same with our friend Matt. Like I'm he's ne- allergic to fucking everything. Hey, I'm not on mask level though. No, but Matt is like literally allergic to everything. He should not be alive. Matt can literally get beat up by this. Yes, absolutely. I actually feel bad that we we missed an opportunity with uh, when the stock because he works at Stop and Shop, and I was really kind of wanting to have him on to talk about the strike, but. Strike's over, so... Yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to add any validity to anything that anybody was saying. I mean, if you... He probably would have hurt him. We, pro- yeah. we probably would have actually fucked up the whole He was situation. on Fox News twice. Was he really? Yeah, they interviewed him after the strike was over. Not two times. you didn't tell me that. I mean, not one time, but twice. Why didn't you tell me that? I, I got up in the air. I don't remember. I would have told him my retarded friend was on the radio, on, on the TV. got <laughs> so many things going on in my life, I never remember anything. Um... Yeah, no, he was on. Uh, he went. He went to Anime Boston uh, last week, not the week before, the week before, um, dressed as like an out of work Marty the robot from Stop and Shop or something like that to help support for the strike. You know those stupid fucking robots. We don't have one here in Hyde Park yet, one, but though. you haven't seen one. They're I don't want to see so one. So terrible. It, it like, seems a little bit scary to me. And the thing is, it's like you can't touch them because you'll get arrested if you try to touch them. Arrested? Yeah, because they're like store property or whatever. So if you like push it or something, it's like you, they'll arrest you. What if it? What if it pushes you first? <laughs> I don't know what the laws are, but that's what's happening. These robots, these robots, man, they're gonna own everything. Oh, um, oh man, I had a question, but I forgot what it was. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know it's interesting because that was a big part of what the strike was about. Was about Stop and Shop wanting to bring in more like automated assistants or whatever. And that was going to that, you know, that kind of shit. It costs real humans their jobs, you know. And if you remember, you remember when we brought up the universal basic income? Yes, I do. So that's one of the the, I can't remember his fucking name, but there's one guy who's running who's who's a candidate for president. Um, He's never going to get it. I don't even think he's going to get on the ballot. Uh, No, he's an Asian guy. He's like a millionaire. He's not a political. He's not a politician. But I saw him on, yeah, he was on TV today. I saw him. Yang, Ying. Yeah, something like that. Yang or he's, Yang. Yeah, he's, he's pushing the universal basic income, and what he's pushing for is uh, to, to have the universal basic income, we tax, like, robots that companies hire. So it's like if you're a company and you're going to have robots instead of workers, you're going to pay a tax on those robots <laughs> to make up for the fact that you're not hiring people who helped build the company, you know? How, what? Okay, I get it, yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because essentially it's like like a company like Walmart, for example, like they've only gotten to where they are because of how badly they've been treating their employees for years. And so now what they're going to do is no, like... Cause that's they're, not, I mean, you say that so tongue-in-cheek, though. And, and supposedly Walmart's one of the best places to work at in the country. Like everybody that... I mean, I don't know, you know who knows what they say, wh- what they're told to say, but it's one of the... They, they treat their employees very well, supposedly. Yeah, but financially they don't. How do you know that? Like there was, you remember the story that came out a few years ago where the, it was actually showed that uh, Walmart policy was to encourage their employees who had no mo- like who didn't have enough money to go on welfare. 
Yeah, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Of course it does. A company should not encourage their employees to go on welfare. What happened to the whole idea of like, if you have, if you work 40 hours a week, you should be able to fucking pay for your living wage. Yeah, well, let's not go there, I guess. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And now what they want to do is actually, Walmart's one of the big companies that's- Walmart's one of the big companies <laughs> no, that's you can get loud. starting you can to look into automation. Get like mad, they're get passionate. Ooh. Them and, and Amazon are the two biggest companies right now that are actually starting to move in the direction of getting more robot employees than real employees. Amazon just moved into my building at work. Yeah, they're fucking. They're they're that that's even worse because like Amazon's already done enough damage to the economy in terms of putting brick and mortar stores out of business, and now they're starting brick and mortar stores, which is just like where what is happening right now. <clears throat> But I like the idea of if a company's going to hire robots, you know, we charge them for those robots and they have to pay taxes on those robots. And then that money can go to people who lost their jobs to robots. Okay. So did you, it was this on the list? Cause I don't think it no, was on my list. No, it was not. Right. It's a, it's comes off tangent from thing. I have a fun fact. What's your fun <laughs> fact? You know, Bill Barr, the, uh, the attorney general. Yes. William Barr. Yes. He plays bagpipes. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like it. He does look like it, but he was also like th- like six foot four and like 180 pounds back in the day. I don't know how he shrunk <laughs> and fucking got fat, but like he, he was a good looking fella in college. I saw a picture I, of him in his bagpipe quartet. I mean, are you sure that he was that tall? He looked tall in the picture, at least. Maybe everybody else is short, but like. Because I mean, you know. He definitely gained he could, like 400 pounds. He could lie about his height. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Because it seems weird that you'd lose. Like, how tall is he no, now? I didn't do you know? see. I didn't see how. T- I didn't see a thing saying how tall oh, he was. I I, just, well, then how did you have such an exact fucking number? I, don't, I guessed. Everybody was shorter back then. Okay, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but he was taller than everybody else. Everybody was him. shorter back then, and everybody in California is short right, right just, now. Just look at look at a, look up a picture of him playing bagpipes, and I want you because you're aghast. I'll be aghast at, at William Barr. So now I imagine this is how he got the uh, the the Mueller report uh, out redacted so quickly. Is yeah. uh, he just stood behind his people and played the bagpipes? He the bagpipes. Like, I will censored. not stop playing these bagpipes until everything in that document is is censored. Exactly. <laughs> Can you do a bagpipes thing? I can't do a bagpipes king. Um, no, only the bagpipes can make the bagpipes. You know, that's the thing I never understood about the Scottish, that they like, you know, saw like a sheep's bladder and thought, hey, I know what I'm going to do with that. I, I know what I'm going to do with that. I'm going to put my mouth on it and blow and see what kind of noises it makes. Maybe we can dance to it. It's a wonderful noise. No, certainly can't dance to it, but maybe we can be sad while listening to it. Because that's what you do. You're sad listening to bagpipes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was a sad joke. <laughs> uh, bagpiping is terrible. Um, so a comedian I like called me Ulysses S. Grant this week. Why, who, and how? Christy Stefano. Who? Christy Stefano. Christy? Chris Christopher. Chris his name's Christopher. Christopher. No, his name's Chris. No, Di Stefano. Di Stefano. Chris, Christopher Di Stefano. He told me how to say his name. It's Chris. It's how, What's the other way to pronounce Di Stefano? Di Stefano? You mean, the, you mean <laughs> the traditional way? I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, he's a good comedian, and um, I took I took a, a, a little video with him. Yeah, and well, cause he so I I know him from the Opie show. Okay, and I booked him on our show because he was you know around the area and he's funny and he was really good on our show. But um, so I walked I, I when I met him I said hey I you know I, I know you from the Opie show. And so he immediately pulls out his phone, texts Opie a video 
and he pulls me and puts me in the video with him. He's like, "Hey, I'm here with uh, fucking Ulysses S. Grant." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "Vincent Van Gogh." <laughs> That's the second time I've been called Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> I didn't know you were called Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, Kevin I could see it though. Called me that one time. I could see it. It's yeah. your beard. You got this whole like beard thing going on now. You look like a a grizzled homeless person. The other day, I'm walking. I get off the train. I had just spoken with you. I told you I was going to be get. I I text you when I got home, uh, and I told you I was on the train. And then I get off the train, and I was just going to go call you when I heard the car honk, and I look over, and there's a convertible with the top down sitting there. And I got confused because the person in the driver's seat was waving at me. And I'm like, I don't know anybody in a fucking convertible. And then I was like, then I look closer and I'm like, that's a homeless person driving that convertible. That's Jackson driving that convertible. <laughs> it's not only my convertible, it's also my home. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working okay, though? Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, well, no, because it fills with water. Well, it, well no, because remember uh, I kept saying, useless. like, you're going to get a convertible. You got the convertible in the middle of winter. And I was like, of course, you're going to get a convertible in the middle of winter because with knowing your luck, it's not going to work come springtime. It, do, it doesn't work. It sucks. It's awful. Hey, I hate it. Does the top go down and does it get you from point A to point B? That's Stylishly. What and, and that's the only thing I admire it for. And but what else do you have take, to admire you know, it for? That's it. It's a, the car's job is to get you from point A to point B. And in this case, you can do it with the top down. I'm sure it smells And by you've now. got a lot more hair to blow in the wind. I do have a lot of hair, but I'm sure it smells by now, which yeah. sucks. No, you, you do t- ask Brittany. She'll tell you. Yeah. Well, Is she riding the convertible? Because she always seems to have her car. Well, yeah, we mostly ride in her car because it's much nicer. <laughs> uh, you're always getting chicks with nicer cars than yours. No, no. Yeah, this time. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so I got to tell you uh, on the germs thing, we should have probably brought this up sooner, but we went on other tangents. But I have a thing, I a topic I wanted to bring up from my work. Um, the people at my company that are in the same office building, not the people from my actual company, like not the, the place I work at, but from the building are absolutely fucking disgusting human beings because we all, we have those, like each floor has like shared bathrooms. Yeah. So like, for example, like there are two companies on my floor, there's us. And then this one company across the street, across the hall. And then there are three bathrooms out in the hallway for us to share yeah. one women's one men's and one, one single handicapped room. No um, trans. No, not yet. <laughs> I haven't made the transition yet, though, so I haven't demanded it yet. Yeah. Um, but you the will. handicap one is the best because we have no handicapable people on our floor, and uh, and it's it's the only like single bathroom with a lock and stuff. So it's basically like a personal bathroom. So I use that one all the time. But whenever I go into the bathrooms, there's always like the, you know sometimes they, they, they you know stuff hasn't been flushed or there's like you know mess on the floor. It's fucking disgusting, and I know it's not the people I work with, but. The thing that got me the most was like a week ago. Savages. I go into the bathroom. I know, and it's like I actually go out of my way to clean the bathroom after I've um after I've I've used it. Like I wipe down the like I wipe down the counter and stuff like that. Not that I have to, to, but like like when you wash your hands, you spray water everywhere. You know, when your hand like I wipe shit down. Like I do shit I don't need to. You wipe shit down. Yes. No. 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 But like when I wash my hands in a public bathroom, you know, you spray water everywhere. Dude, you people get are into fucking bathrooms at my work are sticky. The floors are sticky. How the <laughs> fuck does the floor get sticky? Like I'll walk into the bathroom and I'll find like paper towels and shit on the floor from whoever the last person to pull paper towels out and just strew them everywhere. And I'll throw those away. You know, like I straighten it up. I'm not saying I literally like shit on the walls and then I clean it before I leave because I'm that kind of conscientious. But um, so in this bathroom. 
literally when you sit down on the on on the unit, the the the, the porcelain throne, the porcelain iron throne. Um, oh, that'd be great. Imagine like uh, like the Game of Thrones uh, throne with the swords, the iron throne, ooh, but ooh. it's like a toilet. Painful. <laughs> um, <laughs> and drunkard can get very hurt from that one. <laughs> yes. So literally, when like right across from the toilet. There's one of those little metal boxes for women to dispose of, like, personal items. Yes. The tampons mm-hmm. and whatnot. And needles. Uh, yes, and needles. If you're a heroin um, addict. Yes. <laughs> and I went in there a week ago, and I and I go, and there's a sign is now hanging on that little uh, women's receptacle, and it says, please don't vomit into the sanitary waste. Thanks, management. Oh, my God. So, now, here's the thing. Somebody threw up in this thing. Wild it's a little metal box. All right. It's not a garbage bag. Like, I don't even think they have a bag in there. I don't know how this works, but it's a tiny little thing. You're on to, to get... The, it's right next to the toilet. The garbage can is on the other side of no, the that, room. You know what that means. That, that means they were pooping. But, but exactly. But it's like, that's your first go-to? Because if it was <laughs> me, I think my instinct would be spin around and go into the open receptacle... I, Yes, it's sink, directly maybe? under my ass, but this thing has a little like door yeah, but on it. What if you were pooping and had the, you know, what if you have the, the, the double shot? So look at this picture. It's got a little door on it. So there's like a whole thing you got to do. This is it. Please there's like a whole little. Don't vomit into the sanitary. <laughs> but do you see the little door? Like, yeah, it's like a, little... a mailbox. <laughs> it's a mail... Imagine puking into a mailbox when you could be throwing up into a toilet. It's so much more work, I think. And and Idiot. to be disgusting, it's just it's so unnecessarily disgusting and seemingly more work because oh now you're God. What, man, what, oh, that means that there's probably fucking uh, vagrants or uh, um, what's the stuff left over? You know, residue. Residue. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, you mean like like res- residual vomit in yeah, the thing? D- yeah, there's I mean, definitely probably. stuff on the stu- on there, the outside of it. There um, could very well be. But yeah, it's just the way the thing works. I can't. Ima- I can't imagine a scenario where you're vomiting into this thing and not getting puke on your hands in the process from having to hold it open. So I'm just, I'm just saying that these people are fucking disgusting. So if you the- work in an office <clears throat> and you do any of the shit that we just described, you're fucking disgusting, and you should just jump out your office window right now. So that. So what you're talking about is a shared office with three different companies, pretty much wholly anonymous, right? Like. You, you don't know who's going to go in the bathroom, pretty yeah. much. Essentially, yes, because there's a company above us. We're on the second to top floor. The top floor is a master suite that's owned by one company, and those jackasses, they're the biggest company in the building, and they use every fucking bathroom in the fucking building. Okay, so so listen to this. So our building is like that same exact situation, there's, but there's four floors, but we, yeah. ha- we have a whole wing that you have to have a key card to get into. Okay. And there's a single bathroom in that wing. And only a limited number of people who can use it. There's everybody that can get into our office can yeah. use it. Yes. This is an email the entire office got from the big, big, big boss in February. I went to the bathroom that's part of our facility this morning, the one across from Conference Room 101. I was very disappointed to see how it was left over the weekend. It was a mess. There were paper towels everywhere, the garbage can was overflowing, and the sink was left a mess. It was like people used a paper towel and just threw it on the floor. Well, it has come to my attention that it was used this morning, but nobody did anything about it, so I took it upon myself to clean it. I pushed down the paper in the garbage can, 
and proceeded to pick up all the paper towels that were left on the floor in addition to cleaning the sink. I then went out and shook hands with everybody who works here. It just blows my mind that people would treat this brand new facility this way. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would guess that you don't treat your home like this, so why would you treat your place of work like this, which is exactly what we're trying to say here. Yes. Who wrote that? The big, 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 big boss. The one hundred, the big boss of the whole iHeartMedia Boston. I like that he's really laying on like the guilt. Like he's he's definitely a dad because like there's no reason to have to tell you guys how he cleaned the bathroom. He could just say I cleaned it up. He doesn't even necessarily have to say that. It really just gets straight to the "I'm disappointed in you" people thing. But, but to like describe sticking his hand down the garbage, absolutely <laughs> it's like because, unnecessary. Because this guy, this man. Should this man's hand should not be within five feet of a garbage can for Why the last is twenty? Because he's very successful, very. So I think he should be sticking his hand down garbage more often, just just so he doesn't forget where he came from. Well, yeah, that that probably is part it's good, of it. It's healthy for him. This, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. I love him. Alan, I hope so. Alan Chartrand, the man. <laughs> Presidente, kind of in charge of this show now, so I probably should be talking, be talking like I'm talking, but I don't. He's care. very in charge of the show. He's in charge of everything. <laughs> he's in charge of everything, and even stuff that has nothing to do with him. I love the man like he's my father. Ah, <laughs> no, tell your dad you said that. I don't, but he's actually he's really awesome, and like and and str- like this guy has no bi- no business trying to pick up trash. Like he, you know, he he's earned the position to not be able to do that. Yes. And I shouldn't be picking up trash. I pay people to pay people to pick up my trash. Exactly. <laughs> and so that I'm that was just an exclamation point to your story. Yes. That the fucking it happens everywhere. Don't even, even in offices where there's 200 people and there's cameras outside every bathroom yeah. probably. <laughs> Don't be fucking disgusting at work. Just kill yourself if you're going to do that. One quick thing, and then we can end the show. Just this one topic. I was reading an article the other day about. Um, how NBC is planning on... WNBC. Well, you know how like Netflix has The Office and they have all of Friends and stuff, right? Yeah. So that con- they have an exclusive contract with NBC that nobody else can stream that NBC content except for Netflix. And that contract's going to be up, I think, in 2021. And uh, Net- NBC is saying they're probably not going to renew the contract with Netflix because in the next, I think, around 2020, they're going to be launching their own personal streaming service. And Taking that for CBS there. Don't know why. Well, because CBS has one. Disney's got one coming out this year. Apple Plus just launched, or it's going to be launching. Um, everybody is coming out with a streaming platform. Well, because Netflix started making original shows, and so they they need a place. To, they're they're going to need shows to go to them, and. But I mean, like how old, old streaming platforms are just going to make more places for shows like that to go. How many subscriptions do you think people are going to want to have? That's a good point, and, and that's the thing. Is because gonna every have to one pick? of these is going to cost at least ten bucks, and they're all going to be competing for you. And and so it's like I like if you have like I have Netflix, I have Hulu, and I have Amazon. And I think to me three is a little crazy, but at least it's like theoretically that should cover all your bases, right? And for a while it did because if what you were looking for wasn't on Hulu, it would be on Netflix or it would be on Amazon. Like they all had. You know, all together, you could pretty much get whatever you were looking for yeah. when it came to looking for stuff on streaming. But now, it's like, if I want to watch a series on NBC, I have to get the NBC streaming app, and I have to get the CBS stream. Like, how many streaming apps? Because then, of course, you know, like, Disney movies are up on Netflix right now, but once Disney launches, they're going to pull it 
pull their stuff from everybody else. So you're, if you want to watch Disney stuff streaming, you have to get the Disney one. But it's like, but then do I keep like how many do you do these people expect? It's only going to end up hurting them. This I is why say. I stick to the basic TV that goes out in a storm. <laughs> <clears throat> like literally, I was we were sitting in my living room yesterday on my big screen, forty-four inch TV, adjusting the rabbit ear antennas because the wind was too crazy. <laughs> I can fucking talk face to face with my cousin in China right now, on my phone. Without missing a beat. And the weather was making you miss your show. The weather was making me miss fucking Jeopardy. So let me ask you this. Do you, are you under the, are you uh, of the mind that there's too much content out in the world right now? There's way too much content because I don't have cable and I have too much TV to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I watch fucking, I watch Frasier every night. I love Frasier. And I watch, well, Seinfeld when I stay up for it. But I, I, and then House is on all day Tuesdays. Fucking... Um, uh, that Monk is on all day Thursdays. I love Monk. Numbers is on all day Fridays. <laughs> I mean, what what else can you get? And uh, Criminal Minds is on on all day Mondays. It doesn't get any better than that. I got four, three channels to watch everything I need, and then I watch the news at night because I have to prepare for a radio show the next day. See, you know what's funny is I've always been a I've been a big fan of on demand content since it first started back when like Comcast first rolled out the idea of yes, having you have. on demand you, you, shows. You really did kind of start that whole thing. And binge watching, I was doing binge watching way before it was fashionable because I would just watch like like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, for example, is like my favorite television show ever. And I would just binge watch the episodes on YouTube. And this was back in the day when YouTube had a limit to how long videos could be. So like an episode of MST3K is two hours long. So you were talking about having to like cycle through three or four YouTube videos just to watch one episode. And they weren't always up because then YouTube would pull down like one of them. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, w- and I would do the same thing with like Spin City. I same would try thing to with, watch Spin City on YouTube. Yeah, they did need to get like with the sitcoms because I did the same thing uh, I remember uh, with Drew Carey's show. And it's like they would have the episodes cut into two. And you'd have to go and hope that both episodes, both versions, uh, both sides of the episode were up and hadn't been pulled. That's another one I watch during the day now. Drew Carey's on. Show. It's on. It's on every day now. See, it's I love just like back in the day. For me, I don't feel like. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of content, but it doesn't. I, I agree. Like, there's probably too much, but I don't. As we're producing content that nobody needs right now. <laughs> um, but to me, I, I don't really consider it a problem because I, it, just, it doesn't affect me because like I only absorb the stuff that I'm interested in. And I love on-demand stuff because it's like I can just watch what I want to watch when I feel like watching it. I'm not. And there's a part of me like the reason why I went back to cable a few years ago when I could afford it was there was a thing that I liked about coming home from work and not having to figure out what you wanted to watch, literally just turning on Comedy well, Central and letting Comedy Central tell me what I was going to well, watch. Well, see, that's you know? that's my problem with cable, though, is that there's so many options that it, it's overwhelming for me to decide what to watch, and the things that are on regular TV are good enough for me is Comedy Central, just really, like, fucking Three and a Half Men is on fucking, you know, eight different channels. <laughs> but again, there's, like... With with Netflix, like their their subscription fee just went up again, and I think it went up last year. I think it was. It, I mean, it only goes up two dollars, but at the same time, it's it's like they're doing it because they're producing more of their own content. But if you've watched some of their original content, it's like they don't need to be producing as much original content as they do because a lot of it's not any good. And they kind of <laughs> do, like, and, and they take it from other countries. Oh, <clears throat> oh excuse me, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a show. Um, well, this isn't Netflix. This is Hulu, but. 
There's a show on Hulu that I like that came out a few years ago called Moon Boy, and it's an Irish show from the BBC, and um, it uh, it's it's on Hulu as a Hulu original, but it's like it's not a Hulu. I mean, in America maybe, but in yeah, UK, yeah, there's a shitload of those on Netflix. Not. Like the uh, the one with Scully there from uh, from X Files, right? Yeah, uh, she where she's playing an FBI agent. Yes, <laughs> which is so novel for Jeremy <coughs> Anderson. Well, she <coughs> she's actually playing a because uh, she's. English or Scottish Yeah, or she something. does a terrible English accent. It's not bad. It got it's me. It's pretty bad. I can never tell bad accents. Anne-Marie loves that show, and it's funny because It was she, okay, but it didn't have a good ending. She hated uh, The X-Files. Ooh, can I spoil it? I, I don't care. I, I don't watch it. So I've always wanted it. to spoil something. All right, go ahead. I can't remember what the name of the show is. Yeah, I can't either. The guy hangs himself just like fucking Robin Williams at the end of the thing. <laughs> on his door. I don't I don't know who the guy is. He I don't takes know the easy way out and he fucking hangs himself and it's one of those English shows that's really dramatic and really tension filled that has no conclusion. It's like <laughs> what all did, right, uh, same music, same kind of ending, same like same like credits. It was like all right, now it's over. T and crumpets now. <laughs> Eddie User does a bit on his stand up where he uh he describes like uh, British cinema where it's like you go into a British film and it's like there's a woman sitting in a room stacking matchbooks and a man walks in and goes uh, oh I, I'm sorry I didn't realize I think I better go I think you better have <laughs> yeah. and it's like you can't eat popcorn to that <laughs> no it, it's there was just no conclusion it was always like alright uh, I I think I better go <laughs> like, alright we're gonna let America go and then we'll be friends with them okay, anyway. like nothing ever happened <laughs> Uh yeah. So on that uh, lackluster note, that'll mm. be the lackluster end to our show. Yeah, this is called Jeopardy. Okay. Because I was watching Jeopardy when I made it. <laughs> uh. We're gonna pretend that silence was in there. I want to hear like Alex Trebek drop in there. Me too. Like I can do that. Yeah, drop in some like quotes from Alex Trebek while people are doing this. Anyway, Answer. go to uh, wcwjmpod.com to follow us on our random bullshits and whatnot, um, and all that nonsense. See when we put up new stuff, but just you know, subscribe to us on the platforms that you like to listen to podcasts on. We're there. In fact, Amory was showing me that when she searched for "Who Cares" on uh, Apple iTunes the other day, like we popped up at the bottom of the list. So. Hey, we're at the bottom. Um, yeah, it's nowhere to go but the top. <laughs> um, I'd go to WZLX.com and check out all the other great podcasts that are part of the WZLX Podcast Network, which is what I'm fucking calling it. I don't care what you idiots say. Um, there's That's some other shit on there. Right? You can listen to the Happy Endings Podcast that with our good buddy Jackson there and his friends from the morning show at K&M and Heather uh, and all the other cool shows on there. I think there's one about movies. NBC's movies. Oh, um, shit. I was supposed to email or something. Fuck. <laughs> you I got so many uh, things to do. You know, it's hard having a real job, isn't it? Hey, I found a nice sweet spot on the mic, though. Good. Um, you can follow Jackson on Twitter at JacksonWZLX, and you can follow him on SoundCloud for more sweet EDM stuff like this at yeah. JacksonZLX. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at MARZ85, and you can follow me on Instagram at AgentMock85 because I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. And Ninja Bear. I talked about it earlier. Uh, you can go to NinjaBearComic.com yeah, it's, and read it's, that. It's, it's, it's a passion project, It's apparently. a fun, fun thing when I'm done with it. 
I see a fucking there's like blood and sweat and tears <laughs> yeah. at the end of the and cartoon lots pages. and lots of urine <laughs> and poop. All right, and bye, <laughs> bye everybody.